President Biden will visit Israel. The House is expected to vote on a new speaker, and United Airlines will be treating window seats a little differently. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, October 17th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At number one, the president plans to visit Israel tomorrow to show support following Hamas's deadly attack on October 7th. Yesterday, Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced Biden's visit. The president will reaffirm the United States' solidarity with Israel and our ironclad commitment to its security. President Biden will again make clear, as he's done unequivocally since Hamas's slaughter of more than 1,400 people, including at least 30 Americans, that Israel has the right and indeed the duty to defend its people from Hamas and other terrorists and to prevent future attacks. On his visit, the White House says Biden will learn more about the hostages held captive in Gaza, which include an unknown number of Americans. Biden will then travel to Jordan to meet with Arab leaders to discuss Gaza's growing humanitarian crisis. The president's visit comes after Blinken spent seven and a half hours in a meeting with Israeli officials yesterday. They negotiated over getting aid into Gaza and creating safe zones for Palestinian civilians. In Gaza, as many as a million people may have been displaced. They're fleeing Israeli airstrikes and an expected ground invasion, which Israel says will eliminate Hamas from the territory. A judge issued a limited gag order against Donald Trump in his January 6th case. That's story number two. Yesterday's decision means that the former president needs to stop attacking prosecutors, witnesses, and court staff involved in his election obstruction trial in D.C. However, the judge declined to impose some restrictions that prosecutors had wanted. For example, Trump is still free to verbally abuse President Biden. That's his likely rival in the 2024 election. And he can also claim that the case against him is politically motivated. The judge didn't say what punishment she would consider if Trump breaks the rules. But typical penalties for violating gag orders include fines, house arrest, or jail. Trump said he would appeal the ruling. The House is expected to vote on a new speaker today. That is number three. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan is inching closer to becoming speaker after winning over some Republican holdouts over the weekend. But some say they won't support him when the voting starts at noon. At least 10 said they will not support Jordan on the first round of voting today or were undecided. And he can only afford to lose four Republican votes. It's been two weeks since Representative Kevin McCarthy was pushed out as speaker. Since then, House business has stopped. That's a problem because the government is facing another shutdown deadline and will need to pass a new spending bill by November 17th. Number four, a lawsuit says an Alabama woman was forced to give birth in a shower in jail. The details of this story are horrific. According to a newly filed lawsuit, Ashley Caswell was in labor at the Etowah County Detention Center for 12 hours. When she pleaded to be taken to a hospital, she was ignored and told to deal with the pain. After she gave birth, she passed out and the jail staffers took photos with her baby. And according to the civil rights lawsuit, Caswell is not the only pregnant detainee who has been denied care at the jail. 
At least three other women from 2018 to 2020 were ignored when they pleaded to be taken to a hospital, and some were forced to give birth alone without medication. In Alabama, pregnant people can be detained under a law intended to protect unborn children from maternal drug use, but it's led to more pregnant women being incarcerated, which research shows leads to poorer birth outcomes. At number five, stress is shortening the lifespan of Americans. This might not be a shock. There's a lot to be stressed about. Inflation, violence, politics, race relations, and an unequal society lead to something known as weathering. That's according to a growing body of research, which studies the way stress damages the human body. It causes people in the U.S. to age quicker, become sicker, and die younger than their peers in similar nations. The Post has been exploring the link between the American lifestyle, chronic disease, and early deaths in an investigative series. Reporters have also revealed how weak standards governing federally subsidized school lunches have led to more ultra-processed foods like Lunchables and cafeterias. You can read the whole series on our website. Number six, the U.S. government bought two houses at risk of falling into the sea. The homes are in Rodanth and North Carolina's Outer Banks. They were recently bought by the National Park Service for over $700,000. It plans to knock them down to make way for public beach access. The buyout marked a possibly groundbreaking moment in the debate over what to do with coastal homes as they grow more vulnerable to rising seas, erosion, and big storms. But other states and localities have little money for buyouts like this. Many homeowners face letting their homes become inundated or spending large sums to try to move them. And at number seven, some good news for window seat lovers. United Airlines is going to let you board first. According to an internal memo, the carrier will put window seat passengers in economy on the plane ahead of people in the middle and aisle. The new plan will start later this month. It could help solve the game of human Tetris involved in getting into your seats. And officials say it'll shave a few minutes off boarding time, so you'll get to your destination quicker and you won't have to clamber all over someone you just met. That sounds like a win-win. All right, you're all caught up. If you don't already listen to our evening news podcast, Post Reports, please check it out. That's where you can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging into exclusive reporting from The Washington Post. Some recent episodes feature stories about climate change in India and a look at what comes next in the Israel-Gaza war. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.